Welcome to the Data for Betterment podcast, Reimagine Hybrid Work, with your host, Maribel Lopez. Maribel is the founder of the Data for Betterment Foundation and Lopez Research. The Data for Betterment Foundation is a nonprofit organization that helps individuals understand and prepare for how their career will change as companies embrace new technologies. Lopez Research, a market research and strategy consulting firm, helps companies understand how technologies such as connected devices, collaboration, cloud computing, and AI change the customer and employee experience. The firm's clients range from startups to global corporations, including 10 of the Fortune 30. She's also the author of the highly regarded business book on how those technologies are transforming the company, employee, and customer experience, Right Time Experiences, published by Wiley. She's also a frequent public speaker at corporate events and contributor at Forbes.com. Maribel is currently researching and writing her next book on how to build successful strategies for workplace transformation. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Reimagine Hybrid Work podcast. Now as a video cast, I'm super excited about that change that we've made and now starting to use StreamYard. So I'm Maribel Lopez, the founder of Lopez Research and for Data for Betterment. And I'm joined here today by Celia Fleischaker. She's the CMO of Verant, as you can see from the screen, but those that aren't looking at it and are listening to it, she is the CMO of Verant. And I'm actually really excited to do this particular podcast because I have been looking at experience for quite some time now. I wrote a book called Right Time Experiences. When we first started talking about it, it was all customer facing. And I think the past year and a half has really taught us to be a little more employee facing as well. And one of the things I love when I think about Verant and, you know, you look at Verant's website, you'll see things like the words engagement. Um, you'll see things around employee experience, right? You'll see things around digital first. A lot of the things that my clients are talking about in the space, but that I think are super important in general. So Celia, tell us a little bit about what you do at Verant and who Verant is. Sure. Well, first, thank you so much, Maribel, for having me on the program. I'm excited to be here for the reasons you were just talking about, this idea of experience and engagement and how important it is. Everybody's been talking about customer experience for so long, and I, I do think employee experience is getting its day as well, which is exciting. Variant is the customer engagement company. We work with many of the most iconic brands around the world. Um, over 80% of the Fortune 100, to help them build relationships with their customers. And a big piece of how they build that relationship is how they work with, manage, and nurture their workforce. And, and so it, it, we do see that link between employee and customer experience so much when we're working with our customers. Yeah, I'm excited about this yin and yang that we have going now where uh, people realize that if you pull these two things together, you get the whole. And I know we've all been talking about the shift to digital for a while. It's been a big year and a half for the shift to digital. That's clearly happening. Maybe we can start, though, with the, the customer experience. You know, in your opinion, how has customer engagement changed in the past year? And what are some of the new requirements that we're looking at? Yeah, the easier question might be, how has it not changed? Like, it's been such a monumental <laughs> shift when you talk about yeah, digital. Right. We saw, you know, a lot of the seeds were already planted before we got into the pandemic. And, you know, we're starting to see that shift to digital, but the pandemic just 
accelerated everything so, so much. And from a consumer perspective or customer perspective, we saw customers make those shift to digital channels, which became to be able to engage with brands. We saw them and um, they had just another, a choice of journeys. So if it wasn't digital, maybe they did want to call in and maybe they shifted channels depending on their needs. And, and along with that, they had, um, I'll just say skyrocketing expectations. So they, they had big <laughs> expectations about whatever the brand was going through. That's interesting, but the brand needs to understand me as a customer, what I'm going through, where I want to engage, what my choice of channels is. And it, it really, so many changes over the last 18 months when it came to customer engagement. I absolutely agree with that. And I'm talking to a lot of customers now about this concept that you're not being benchmarked against, you know, best in your industry, right? They're looking at, there's been an experience bar set by a bunch of different companies and every customer you deal with is sort of expecting, you know, if it's the availability of product that Walmart has or the logistics of FedEx or the experience of Disney, uh, whoever it is, mm -hmm they have a vision of what you should be providing and it might not be realistic to you, but it's very real to them. So I think you're right. The customer engagement strategies have to change. And, you know, where we started this, given that it's reimagined hybrid work, we have a set of changing customer requirements, but there's also a big change, I think, in the workplace environment. Employee experience is now considered a differentiator in a lot of markets. So what are these new employee experience gaps that you're seeing? And what are you saying mm -hmm. to clients about how to address those? Yeah, I mean, it is a differentiator for a lot of people. And, and what we're seeing is, you know, I just talked about the customer experience and how much it shifted over the last 18 yeah. months. You saw similar shifts on the worker side or on the employee side. And you didn't see maybe all the resources that were needed for engagement with a customer. You didn't see those expand in the same way you saw the expectations rise on the consumer part or the interactions rise. And so you ended up with this really this, this pull and, and you created an engagement capacity gap. And so we talk with a lot of customers that we have and brands about that gap that exists. It's actually widening for a lot of companies and how they close it. And the way that they can close it is how they work with with their employees and how they provide the right technology. And, and one of the biggest hurdles we've seen with companies is around the data front and the data strategy and making use of that data. And so a lot of our companies are pulling that interaction data, that experience data together into the engagement data hub that we, we offer. And getting it into one place is the first step because there are so many silos of data when it comes to customer experience. And then once they have it together, being able to push, you know, make sense of it from AI and then serve it up to their employees. And that's where you start really seeing that improvement and the employee experience. So if I'm an agent and I'm working with a customer, it could be via digital channel, it could be voice and being able to listen to that call or that interaction and serve up knowledge and then gleaning from that data right in the experience and interaction so that if they're asking a question about a credit limit, I serve up a knowledge base article for them. Or if they're asking a question about a lost shipment, I serve up information to them so that by having the information they need, you improve their experience quite a bit. 
I absolutely agree with that. You know, we've talked about intelligent solutions, and I think we struggle to try to figure out what that intelligence is. And I think until now, one of the great things that's happened is the addition of AI has actually allowed us to create some of these solutions where you can surface the right information at the right time, what I call a right time experience. So I'm extremely excited. I mean, maybe it doesn't look that way, but I actually am extremely excited about this concept that we can really truly create intelligent services. But I, I know that there's also some challenges around this. You know, one of the things that organizations seem to struggle with a lot is they have a lot of tools and a lot of solutions. I, I joke with some of my clients, it's like a MacGyver moment. You got duct tape and sticky glue and you're trying to like pull all this thing together. And it's one of the things that has been holding people back. And I think that as we moved into this COVID landscape, people were forced to do things. And I think that got them over some of the original challenges. But you know, from your perspective, how do you think companies should be approaching this challenge that they do have multiple tools and solutions, but they're trying to create an integrated experience. First of all, MacGyver, you're taking me back to high school. So I love that reference. I know, I know, I know. There's new MacGyver. I'm claiming that I was talking about new MacGyver, not old MacGyver. There you go, new MacGyver, I misspoke. Um, It's such a great reference though, because if you think about the number of solutions that are out there, there's so many point solutions for CX and for engagement with customers and how you provide a better employee experience. And I would love to think that someone's going to come and put Vera in and it's going to solve all their issues. But in reality, we know that they have an enterprise ecosystem in place most of the time. They may have infrastructure, a CCAS system. They may have an existing CRM system. And we need to play well with that ecosystem. And and I think when people are looking at their choices for technology, don't discount how open that technology is, how it interfaces, and not just at a surface level, but how do you pull data from those other systems to use in that data hub? Or how do you integrate at a a deeper level to make sure that that experience is seamless if it's serving the customer in some way? I think that's such an important piece. And we've worked really hard to drive a very open strategy. We recognize we have amazing partners that provide different solutions. And um, it's important that customers have a choice about their ecosystem and, and what they choose to implement based on their needs. I absolutely agree with that. Um, Openness, and I think a lot of people talk about openness, but you really kind of got to dig under the covers when people say openness. What do they mean by openness? And like, how easy is it for you to integrate with things? Because, you know, things... The other thing I think is interesting is like data goes out, but data comes in and you want it to be sort of a bi-directional thing that you're thinking about. You want it to be with the products that you're using. So there's a lot of interesting angles to what open means, but I love the concept. And I think that's exactly what people should be doing. And I think it's important for technology vendors to provide them with some guideposts of like, when I say open, what do I mean? What should you be evaluating, right? It has a million different, it could mean so many things. You're right. And digging in there is important during that due diligence. Well, and and we've touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'd like to circle back to AI because Hey, I mean, AI is cool, right? So, but in addition to being cool, it's it's actually very practical for a lot of what you're trying to do right now. So can you give us some examples of how you see AI entering products to change either the customer experience, the employee experience, or both of those together? Yeah, I think AI is so exciting. We talked about the mounds of data that people 
have around customer and employee engagement. And AI is what is going to drive the understanding that comes, the insights that come from that data. And I think more importantly, what AI can drive is this decision velocity that companies can have if they're able to quickly gather the data, understand the data using AI, and then make the smarter decisions. So I, I think AI, I agree with you, is very exciting. And there's so much around it from a customer and employee perspective. And I talked a few minutes ago about that real-time agent assist in the moment, listening, understanding what's going on in that interaction, and then making improvements. I think that's so interesting that we move from, I'm going to send you a survey after the fact to understand how this went to, I'm just going to improve that experience while it's happening. And then I think you you move towards event-driven experience or event-driven engagement where AI is able to drive, based on an event that happens, proactive outreach to your customer. A flight's been canceled. Here's what's happened. I've already rebooked you and you know, you're all set. So it changes the game, I think, for customer experience. Not that, I mean, surveys are great and they serve a purpose in gathering that feedback to real time in the moment, improve that interaction to that proactive outreach. That whole spectrum of what you're able to do now is so much better for everyone involved. I love this concept that we're moving to real time, that we're moving out of being reactive. I mean, some of the reactive was like really Mm -hmm. very slow. Like we're talking, looking at um, months old data, so to speak. Right. And now, you know, shifting from that to saying, I have to be able to surface some interesting information while that person is say on the phone with a customer. I have to be able to do proactive outreach if there's some issue that we need to get ahead of to prevent calls in and to let them know that you know that you care that you're doing something about it. I think this is a fabulous change in both what customers get and what employees get. Yeah, and I think how you're interacting, the fact, I mean, conversational AI is a whole exciting area where you're able to, through it's a bot, maybe a conversational messaging app. So we just purchased conversational through an acquisition and it really extended what we can do with conversational AI. But this idea that I can have an ongoing conversation through WhatsApp with this brand about my experience or questions that I have or service that I need. And I might set it down for an hour and come back to it and continue that conversation. There's a lot more possibilities about interacting and building a relationship with a brand that weren't necessarily there a a year or two ago. Is there something that you think customers don't get now when you speak to them? Um, In terms of what? Like uh, about... In in terms of, you know, there's a concept and experience that they don't understand right now or a pitfall that they typically fall into. I know one of the things we used to talk about is like the time, like how responsive one has to be, like, can they actually get to real time, you know? I think the changes happen so fast that everyone has had to play catch up to some degree with the changes we've seen, especially in the last 18 months. So it's not that I think most customers get the importance of digital, but maybe not to the degree, like they don't Mm -hmm. realize how much people want to shift or how important that seamless interaction is. So, so what we've seen is sometimes people might maybe put in a chat bot because that's easy to do on your website, but not taking it 
all the way down the line to understanding, well, how is that going to interact with not just my marketing team, but my support team? And what happens if I need to escalate that chat to a call or switch channels? And so adding a channel can be really good. But again, it comes back to the openness, the integration, connecting that silo with everything else that's happening with the customer. And I think sometimes it gets underestimated about how important that connectivity is across those silos. And that's because it's harder and it takes longer, but most realize that's where they want to get to. No, I I agree with you. One of the things that we've really seen change is that people do understand digital is important. They understand it's the first line of defense for a lot of things, but they don't quite get the order of magnitude of like how digital is everybody digital, how many digital channels and boy, can you screw up your customer experience with the wrong chatbot? Really, really. Yeah, like you're entrusting a lot of your brands to a bot, right? So how smart do you want that bot to be? How capable? They're not all equal. No, no, I'm totally with you on that. So you are talking to a wide range of companies. Uh, What's some of the advice you're giving right now? I think a couple of things. One is around um, being mindful of the silos. Mm -hmm. What we've talked about here, you, you know, if they're going out and they're purchasing Are you buying something that will create another silo or will it help you connect the silos that exist is really important. Are you breaking them down and are you building them up? Because it's it's sometimes easier to build them up like we talked about, but the right thing to do is to connect them. And then when they're buying technology, thinking about the friction that it may or may not introduce into that customer relationship because a lot of friction gets introduced as people shift from channel to channel and um, just thinking through that customer journey and how that's gonna work. You can't manage or direct it, but you can make sure that as your customer, they have a choice about the way they engage and that as they change their mind or move from one channel to the next, you can effectively kind of orchestrate that journey, which I think is really important. And then the big one is how much are you taking the time to learn from the customer. And, and it's, I think with how fast this world is moving in terms of customer and employee engagement, you need to stop and learn from every interaction, from every piece of feedback that you get. It's, it's impossible to do that without AI. You need AI to help you do that, but it's so important to create that capacity for really understanding at a deeper level, the intent of your customer, what they need, what, what they want from you, and then being able to meet that expectation. I think AI I can help you do that. Absolutely agree. All right. So the bonus question, now that we've talked about all the technology, is there a book, a place, a class, an activity, or something that you'd like to recommend to the audience and, and why? And it doesn't have to be technology related, just you know, something that you think is cool that people should be thinking about doing. I, I thought about a place because I recently moved to Atlanta, so I'm pretty new to the area. And I, I'll admit I get homesick for Houston, which is where I was. And I know that Houston sometimes has a bad rap, but the food there it's is, Houston. I love it. And it's the food is amazing. And so if I could go spend a day in Houston and eat my way from restaurant to restaurant and maybe drink at a few different bars there, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> All right. There you go. I like that. That makes total sense. Uh, I'm in Charleston now, and I have to tell you, it's got a really good food and restaurant scene. I'm way into it right now. Um, 
One of my favorites is uh, 167 Raw. It's a sushi place. Sadly, they don't take reservations. So okay. that's <laughs> so if you come if you come to Charleston, y'all got to check out our sushi. Well, thank you for taking the time to share some thoughts on experience and AI and employees and where we're going next. And I look forward to having you again on the show in the future. Thanks so much, Maribel. I appreciate it.